1: Welcome back. As we head into Hour 2, our phone number is 602-508-0960. I am Seth Leibson. Again, 602-5080-960. We'll go right to the most important voice, which is yours. Lance is in Phoenix. Hello, Lance.
2: Hi, Seth. How are you?
1: I'm fine. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. Well, hey, as always, thanks for all you do for our community.
1: Oh, well, thank you. You're very kind. I
2: appreciate that. Well, I don't know when, and I hope not anytime soon, Dennis Prager retires, but I think you're, you'll feel you would fit his time slot very well.
1: <laughs> oh, come on. Well, uh, all God's children have work to do, and, uh, we're all, we're, oh, all, we're all, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Lance. Well, well, yes. Well, yesterday you had asked, you know, what can we do to make sure the less never does, um, the whole COVID hysteria, the tr- really religious, exercise of wearing the mask Uh and doing the, this, you know, a religious sacrament. (laughs) Some people wear crosses. Some people wear uh, masks. Some people wear yarmulkes. (laughs) Uh Um, but so the only thing the left seems to understand and it's part of their, you know, is, is, um, is pain. The only thing they understand is force and violence. And that's why they thrust it upon everyone around them. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if it's 2024 or 2028, um, but whenever another Republican becomes president, uh, they should absolutely abuse their power and go to the American people and say, I am going to abuse my power, and I am asking Congress to take this power away from me. Uh, and, you know, for example, we're going to require on airplanes everyone to wear a MAGA hat to fly on an airplane <laughs> because a MAGA hat is just as medically effective against COVID <laughs> as a mask. And we're going to require every, everyone to fly find an airplane, you must have a preference, white or red MAGA hat. Um, and then, you know, still today, uh, they're imposing um, all these COVID restrictions on hospitals, requiring people to wear a mask, even if they're not working with sick patients, mm-hmm. um, and enforcing the vaccines. So, again, abusing power and letting the American people know I am abusing my power, <laughs> requiring every medical person to get a uh, extraneous vaccine, yeah. you know, Um malaria you must get your malaria vaccine it doesn't matter that no one in america gets <laughs> malaria you m- and use the cdc to mandate and the same thing you know you the, better um, be
1: careful lance they're gonna take you seriously they're already mandating flu shots again somewhere in california i've read i you better be careful with these suggestions but, they may take you up on it on the left
2: but the trump effect literally uh trump could say I love puppies. They're the best. And liberals would have to take the opposite position of saying puppies are awful. We hate puppies. Um, So the same thing of if as long as the Republicans doing it, then we can get the activist liberal judges. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Imagine if Trump would try to do half the thing Biden is doing with COVID uh, hysteria and mandates. Oh, you would see in an instant many of these liberal justices would have put an injunction on – the vaccine mandate, but we got to get our hospital. I have a lot of friends that work in the hospital and they're still required to wear a mask sure. for no reason, sure. just to toe the line. Um, and it here's something crazy that I'd like your insight on. Sure. Um, they will not hire any employee at a hospital if they're not vaccinated, yeah. but they're not requiring boosters. Mm-hmm. So the shot that didn't work two years ago and certainly isn't working today Why are we requiring people to be vaccinated if they're not up to date on their vaccines?
1: Why are we not allowing um, someone who has had COVID and someone who is an adult in and of themselves, like Djokovic, to come into the United States? He was at one point the number one ranked tennis player in the world. I think he was ranked sixth uh, up until about two weeks ago. Why will we not let him into the United States, but we will let, as Debbie Lesko was saying in the last hour, Millions of people who are non-citizens not coming here to compete for something called the United States without any regard to their vaccination status. Lance, you've spent some time clearly thinking through this stuff. So I have a question for you, actually, which is, okay, you you reminded us and did a good job of it, of the uh, uh, totalitarian ethos of these mandates, if you will. Just call them mandates for now. And and you, as you reminded us and walked us through some of those and the absurdity of some of those, the arbitrariness of some of those, um, you also heard your president call you a semi-fascist.
2: What? You know, the, uh, 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 you hashtag know, not my president. Well, you heard the president of the
1: United <laughs> States call you a semi-fascist. I mean, you outline what they do on their side, what the Democrats have imposed on this country. And they call you, who wants nothing but more freedom and more liberty, a fascist. Uh, how, how does that work out in your own mind? What does that tell someone like you?
2: Freedom is slavery. Mm-hmm. Uh, ignorance is knowledge. There you go. War is peace.
1: There you go. There you go. Make um, Orwell fiction but, again is our plea, right?
2: Absolutely. Um, well, just on, you know, since I'm on the phone with you. Sure. Um, have you heard about how Biden now wants to send another $13 billion to Ukraine? Yeah, And, you know, we have people who can't drink clean water in Flint, Michigan and Jackson, Mississippi. That Jackson, Mississippi, that my God,
1: you know, Jackson, Miss, I'm glad you brought it up. I have been looking at Jackson. What a miserable place that has become with, I think, maybe the highest per capita homicide rate. Never mind the water thing. We'll get to that in a moment. But it has also the highest per capita homicide rate, I think, in the country. And now, yeah, you're right. They can't even flush their toilets in Jackson, Mississippi.
2: But we have $60 billion for Ukraine. Right. And I, I'd like you to ask your friend, uh, David Schweikert, Representative David Schweikert, my MET representative, why does he keep voting for all these monstrous giveaways to Ukraine? Um, I mean, it, and do we not remember that it was Zelensky uh, who refused to help Trump dig up dirt on Hunter Biden and that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are like friends with Zelensky and the autocrats in Ukraine? This is just the biggest embezzlement That Biden's taking taxpayer dollars, flushing it into Ukraine, the most corrupt and least transparent country in Europe, and we have no idea where this money is going. This is just a pure grift and embezzlement from Joe Biden to his buddies in Ukraine and how much of, you know, I've been wondering how the Democrats have been raising so much money. You know, uh, Blake Masters, uh, Mark Kelly, he's raised 10 times more money. It wouldn't be that hard to to launder money through Ukraine to fund Democrat campaigns back in America.
1: You know, you've highlighted, Lance, uh, a lot of concerns and yet in a weird way haven't uh, each and every one of them, you know, to be remembered and to be talked about. And yet even. Even even in, in in the short time that you've outlined them, we haven't even scratched the surface. Uh, yeah, the billions and billions of dollars going to Ukraine, Zelensky uh, being you know a very questionable character. No no accountability really uh, for how that money is being used. Americans certainly could use that money. Other allies of ours certainly could use that money. But how about now thinking about the hundred billion dollars that we might unleash? On uh, unleash that we might uh, grant over to the lead sponsor of terrorism in the world. I'm Iran. sorry, you
2: broke up there. Uh, sorry, yeah. How about how about
1: the fact that we're about to unle- uh, unload 100 billion dollars upon Iran, the lead terrorist state in the world? I mean, when you think about the irresponsibility of what the Democrats and this administration are standing for—an invasion at our border, f- fueling a health crisis. Right in drug overdoses, never mind other crime and the giving away of the American treasury and military armaments. They're emptying, emptying the Defense Department cupboards for Ukraine, leaving they're us They're not making finger missiles anymore. That's and right. I think we've That's given right. right. That's right. Well,
2: here, I want to, you know, shoe on the other foot. If Trump was in charge, I want to frame this. I always like to, you know, Trump was just the biggest comparison of hypocrisy and, and irony of how the left approached all these topics. Okay. If Trump pulled out of Afghanistan yeah. one year ago, the yeah. debacle of that, yeah. um, <clears throat> he would be called a racist for abandoning those no good. Dark, pe- you know. Dark I remember people.
1: when he pulled numbers and, out of uh, out of um, out of the out of the area in Turkey. They called him that. You're absolutely right. Then when he so, moved around, so, something like 250 troops. They called him that. That's so if
2: right. Biden abandoned 60 yep. million. No good. I'm you know I'm being facetious. Yeah. No good. Dark people. Yeah. And then helped all the blonde-haired, blue-eyed Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actual Nazis in Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, did you see John Stewart gave an award to a Ukrainian Nazi in Disney World?
1: No, I missed that. I missed that. I missed the the missed United
2: that. States military paid to fight a Nazi. He had Nazi tattoos all over his body. Of course, they made him cover it up. But John Stewart, uh, John Stewart gave an award to a Ukrainian Nazi in Disney World. Crazy. Well,
1: just to be clear, I am, I am for doing something to thwart Putin and Russia. I am for doing something to secure an ally i am for doing something to stop the march of putin's uh, authoritarianism but i would like to think that while we are supposed to care about ukraine's borders we might care about ours first that's what putting americans first means lance thank you for your call i'm seth we'll be right back Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, portions of which are brought to you by the Midas Gold Group. More than ever, it's critical to think about converting your cash, savings, and a good portion of your investments into precious metals like gold. The only gold company I recommend, Seb Gorka recommends, thousands of you already know, is the veteran-owned Midas Gold Group. It's your hedge against inflation. It is your protection of your savings. Check them out at MidasGoldGroup.com. That's MidasGoldGroup.com. Or give them a call at 480-360-3000, to discuss with them what precious metals in your portfolio might mean and can mean for you. They're great people. I love them. I know them. I own metals from them. You can too. MidasGoldGroup.com goldgroup.com. Kevin is in Scottsdale. Hello, Kevin. Hey, Seth. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you?
3: Good. You can hear me fine?
1: I hear you just fine.
3: Good. I'm here uh, doing homework with my son. He goes to Great Hearts. He's in fifth grade. And we're doing uh, root for Greek and Latin. And we were wondering if you could help us out.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. What a great, great thing. Okay.
3: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, um... I'm oh, really I was concerned. looking
1: forward to it. Okay, all right. You teased me. I love etymology. Okay, all right. I'll
3: meet you for, meet you for dinner once we're done with this uh, conversation.
1: Okay, all right. And you'll Sandy. have to tell me what the root of dinner is.
3: <laughs> it's called uh, Thai.
1: <laughs> Desiyanari, I think. Anyway, go ahead.
3: <laughs> hey, um, I'm I'm really concerned about the non-response that's going on with the GOP when it comes to abortion. Okay, they're, they're just not. You know, if if you take you were just talking about money and the dark money that's coming in here into this state and how much they're spending and all it is is Lake Masters and Kerry Lake are extremists. Right. They're abortion, you know, you know, they the abortion issue is just driving me crazy here. Yep. And they're just they're just not answering it. And and I tell you, when it when you take a look at it, do, do you know as far as from the world perspective, when it comes to bans on abortion do you know, did you realize that anywhere from 12 weeks to 15 weeks that 90 percent of the world or countries have bans like that? Yeah,
1: no, that's pretty much the norm, isn't it? Particularly interesting yeah. if you look at uh, the places we're supposed to uh, uh, be more like, according to progressives. Uh, the Franc- Take a look at France's abortion bill. It's quite, it's quite uh, legislation. It's, it's, it's quite eye-opening to, uh, to a progressive who's pro-choice in America.
3: Yeah, and in and, and, and Europe alone, there's three countries that ban abortion completely. Yeah. So so this label of this extremist, it's it's just like the, the narrative that supposedly Lenin or Goebbels spouted out that, you know, if you tell a lie enough times, people will start believing Oh, right,
1: it. yeah, right. Well,
3: that's exactly what the Dems are doing right now. You know, ke- tra-
1: yeah, you, you're making you make an interesting point about um, the onslaught against uh, Lake and uh, Masters and it'll be coming for others as well. I'm sure they're they're just the you know, the 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 big uh, the big the biggest of the races, um, the largest of the races. I um, <clears throat> I don't know why. And I don't think. I don't I, I I don't think Kerry is afraid to talk about it. i don't I don't think Blake is. I've heard him talk about it. Their ads haven't haven't come on just yet as strongly as the opposition. But it does seem to me that Republicans should not gosh, I wish I could say Democrats too. There used to be a few. It's hard to find them now. but Republicans should not shrink from being pro-life. First and foremost, uh, who wants to be anti and against life? Um, Second of all, when you look at and explain what the Democrats' position on abortion is, you tell me what's inside and what's outside the mainstream. You tell me what's common sense and what's not common sense. You know, the legislation Chuck Schumer and almost every Democrat but Senator Joe Manchin voted for tried earlier this year to pass after the Dobbs decision – That would have allowed for an abortion up to and including during birth. Now, you tell me what's extreme. You tell me what's common sense. You tell me where the American people would be if they knew that. But they don't know that. What they know is that people like Elizabeth Warren and uh, Nancy Pelosi or Hillary Clinton, female Democrats, love to get up and talk about how most Americans— support abortion rights what they won't tell you is that most americans do not decisively do not support the abortion rights they do they support partial birth they support born alive abortion there is no majority in history since roe versus wade that has ever supported that by like 60 40 if not 70 30 So, you know, while they want to play games with that language and fold it all into one thing, you're absolutely right, Kevin. Most Americans would support something very close to a 15-week ban. Remind people 15 weeks is getting you into second trimester. We're not just confining deaths to the first trimester. I mean, my own views are different from what the law is as of now. Or at least what the Dobbs law upheld, uh, Dobbs decision upheld. But I got to tell you, I mean, most Americans once they are told, "Oh, you can still get an abortion up to 15 weeks," according to what was going on in Mississippi, yeah, that makes about right sense to me. Second, second term, most Americans are fine in that area. Most of them, it's it's wrong when Hillary and Nancy and Elizabeth and that crowd cow um, Americans particularly republicans into silence on this defending the vulnerable defender defending children defending babies how is that something we should shrink from we shouldn't what more can take i take a say? look at yeah
3: if, if you look at it from a standpoint
1: You may have cut out there. Yeah, say it again, Kevin. I think you did cut out just a little bit there. If you look at it from the standpoint of what what were you saying?
3: What is the world record premature birth of a baby? Do you know what the work week is?
1: I looked at it, but what are we talking? We're talking end second trimester or something like that? What is it?
3: 21 weeks.
1: Yeah, okay. All right. All right.
3: Okay, so that's, that's just over five months. Right. And if you take a look at that child, and they call her call him Baby Richard, Yeah, and if you look at Baby Richard at 21 weeks yeah. and then go out to nine months, yeah. what they're allowing, it, it's just mind-boggling that we're not taking advantage of this. Yeah. I and agree with you. As-
1: I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, the strategy to cow us into silence on this and to somehow feel shame over this, which is what they want us to do, we should not buy into it. Uh, we absolutely cannot buy into it, Kevin. Uh, I, I, look, there, there is a moderate position on this. There is a position most Americans are at on this. And it's basically where the Dobbs decision came down on in Mississippi and what the law that Doug Ducey signed into law in Arizona does on this. That's that's common sense for a common cause. I, I, I'm with you, Kevin. I'm with you. Keep educating your children in the classics. That's great. Great hearts. Fantastic. And keep speaking out for life. Don't let anyone, anyone ever cow you into speaking for death. We are not a party of death. They are. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show, portions of which are brought to you by Cool Touch Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing, the only company I use for any three of those things. I don't think any of us need to worry about heating right now, but if you have air conditioning or plumbing issues, Cool Touch is there for you 24 7. That is to say, every day and every hour, because it turns out that's uh, not just a 9-to-5 problem when your air conditioning goes out or plumbing issues occur. I've used them for years. My friends have as well. They all say the same thing I do, which is it really is the best company we've ever found, we've ever used. Check them out at cooltouch.us. That's cooltouch.us. Or give them a call at 623-748-4942, 623 623-748- 748 four nine four two. Chris Funk and his team are special and unique and you'll know it from the moment you start talking to them till the end of the job it is you need them to do. A cool touch air conditioning, heating, and plumbing. Um I wanted to do a couple different things here. Yeah, let me let me I saw Bill Bennett was uh was uh, talking about the Queen's passing, and he told a story in, in his uh, history book, America, the Last Best Hope. He told it about a story about when Ronald Reagan in 1982 went uh, went to uh, give a speech at the British Parliament, spend some time with Margaret Thatcher, and he spent some time with the Queen, uh, a sense of their uh, humor, uh, Reagan's and the Queen's. Um, they were both, they loved, both of them loved horse riding. They went on a horse ride together, <laughs> And uh, the queen's horse uh, let out a uh, burst of gas that was quite loud, as a horse can do for those of you that have been around horses. And she says, "Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse us, Mr. President. Excuse me, Mr. President." And Ronald Reagan said, "Not to worry. No problem. I thought it was the horse." <laughs> and she and she started laughing, but it made me think about. Uh, that speech Ronald Reagan did give on that visit to the British Parliament in 1982 in England Uh, it was in June of 1982 and uh, he was the first president to address both houses of the British Parliament the House of Commons the House of Lords and uh, I was talking uh, well let me tell you the what he said in that speech and then I'll tell you what's important about it. it an excerpt from that speech He said, in an ironic sense, Karl Marx was right. We are witnessing today a great revolutionary crisis, a crisis where the demands of the economic order are conflicting directly with those of the political order. But the crisis is happening not in the free, non-Marxist West, but in the home of Marxist Leninism, the Soviet Union. The March of Freedom and Democracy He said, quote, will leave Marxism-Leninism on the ash heap of history as it has left other tyrannies which stifle the freedom and muzzle the self-expression of the people. Close quote. I was thinking about that. You think about (laughs) we used to speak of the dangers and the totalitarianism of stifling freedom and muzzling self-expression of people, and we would attribute it to Marxist-Leninism and no one would blink an eye. And as Reagan said, that leads only to one thing, the ash heap of history for those tyrannies that try and muzzle and stifle the self-expression and freedom of people. Um, what do you say about it here? Now, one of the interesting side notes to this, just for you history buffs, I will share with you, I don't, I don't think I'm breaking a confidence here. I was speaking with Reagan's... Uh, Speaking last—no, this past weekend, uh, I guess this past, yeah Sunday, I was speaking with uh, Tony Dolan, who's still around. He was uh, one of Reagan's uh, chief speechwriters. He wrote that British Parliament speech. He did the Evil Empire speech for Reagan. And uh, I asked him about some of that um, in a course of another conversation. And he said, you know what Reagan loved more than anything was to talk about um, the ash heap of history— and the inevitable fall of the Soviet Union. He said nothing drove the liberal press more mad than that, and he loved it. He loved it. He loved it. Um, I share that with you uh, for a reason. I share it with you for the reason of thinking about what Reagan highlighted in talking about Marxist-Leninism's demise, the stifling of the freedom and the muzzling of the self-expression of people. What we're facing here in America right now I'm Seth. We'll be right back. Boy, you think about that song from Jeannie C. Riley. You wish our PTAs had to deal with things like that these days. <laughs> Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show. If you're looking for a remarkable investment opportunity with a great return, Check out my friends at Y ReFi. They have a fixed no-load interest rate up to ten and a quarter percent for investors, all in a secure collateralized portfolio. Y ReFi is a due diligence approved firm run by really great people, and they really are. I know them well. They are investors who do really well by doing good for others, and you can be a part of that. Check them out if this interests you at investyrefi.com. That's invest the letter Y R E F Y dot com. Invest Y ReFi com or give them a call at 855-316-3087. 855-316-3087. Keith, holding down our Atlanta bureau. How are you, Keith?
0: I'm doing well, Seth, and you? I'm
1: doing just fine. Thank you, sir.
0: You know, i tell you why I think the Democrats really know they're in for a drubbing, and the only thing that can save them is, is a, um, if they steal the election. They pull their sleight of hand. The biggest thing that I look at right now, not only how they're acting, but their prince that loves to be out there in front of the camera, who loves to take his victory lap and take credit for all the great things he has done. He's being silent lately. You don't see Barack Obama out there in front of the camera pumping up the candidates out there. He doesn't want to be tied to the the wave of those losers being blown out. And and they desperately need him now. And so he's staying home.
1: It's interesting. You know, I guess his wife, I haven't read it yet. I meant to. Michelle gave a pretty strong speech at the White House. Uh, was it yesterday when they unveiled the photos of, uh, of uh, Barack and uh, Michelle Obama? But you're right. Um, usually... You would have candidates uh, doing fundraisers, uh, Democratic – well, any candidate doing fundraisers with a popular president or ex-president. They don't want Joe Biden. You'll notice in some of these swing states, uh, particularly like Ohio, uh, the Democrats aren't even showing up when Joe Biden – the Democratic candidates aren't even showing up when Joe Biden comes to give a speech. Um, And I can't recall – as you put it keith i can 't recall Barack Obama doing anything for any of the Democrats uh recently, but I have to tell you there is there is a different cause for concern beyond uh shenanigans <clears throat> if um, if i i, I don 't know how things are looking in Georgia. You tell me, but nationally, a little bit of the steam we thought we had on our locomotive a couple months ago seems to have been released. If you look at these generic congressional votes, it's looking to be a pretty tough, close race as of right now, as of today, which is a real head-scratcher to me. I have a few theories on it. But tell us what's what 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 it's looking like in Georgia right now. You've got a couple tough ones, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, y- you keep cutting out, and there's something wrong the last few times I've called. But anyways, um, ignore the polls. The biggest polls that you need to look at are when you're in the grocery store and the gas station. People are hurting. 13% of Americans are making ends meet by piling it on the credit card. Yeah. I think that's one of the highest I've ever seen. And the, here's the sad thing about it. This is what really makes me mad about the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party always talks about how the wealthy get away with and everything. Well, they create the atmosphere to help the wealthy get wealthier by um, – not paying their taxes and and all these loopholes while they stick it to the people that work all the time and and then so the american people that are working who have to pay the bills they're the ones who are hurting and they and if any one of them vote democrat they are they're voting for their own demise the democrat party should be flushed away
1: yeah i i agree they are voting for their own demise i mean the people who can afford inflationary uh, moments, the people who can afford higher prices at the gas station or at the grocery store are the wealthy, uh, not the middle class, not the lower uh, quintiles. Uh, the people who can afford attorneys and accountants to fight off or defend themselves against the IRS are the wealthy. Um, there's not enough wealth in this country for the IRS to seize, even if they wanted to seize it to overcome the deficits and debt we are accumulating of course those 87,000 IRS agents are going to go where the money is just like Willie Sutton and where the money is is in the broader middle class it's where the majority of Americans is and uh, are uh, no majority is where the where the majority of Americans is and 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 Keith I got to tell you the notion that the Democratic party stands for the working guy and gal anymore um, that left under the Clintons, that's just no longer the case. Um, if you're looking for a party to defend the interest of common sense, uh, if you're looking for the party to defend the interests of race neutrality and racial blindness, if you're looking for the party uh, to defend uh, energy independence and lower gas prices that we can uh, make our own energy, if you're looking for uh, the party that wants to support the guy getting an easier break when it comes for tax time and cutting taxes rather than raising taxes along with raising prices. If you're looking for the party that wants to bring good jobs back to this country rather than outsourcing them to our enemies, you're looking at the Republican Party. I don't understand why, why, why more Republicans aren't able to articulate the message of the American backbone which is the American middle and working class as the party, as the party for that group, for that group of Americans. I mean, if you think about who represents the elites and who defends the elites, the elites are the major corporations. The elites are the major media. You look at that party. That's the Democratic Party. That's the Democratic Party. That is the party of mostly millionaires and billionaires that Joe Biden likes to talk about when he likes to talk about economic warfare. Yeah, sure, we have our guys, too, and we believe in creating wealth. My gosh, I want everyone to become rich. What I don't want is the rich to become more poor, and what I don't want is the working class and middle class to become more poor. That seems to be the general Democratic Party strategy when you look at what they're doing with their economic policies. They want more dependency on the government, which allows, of course, more control with the government. Keep in mind, every time the government puts forward uh, a dollar, uh, puts forward a giveaway, puts forward a grant, a dispensation, a subvention, if you will, It comes with a tide. It comes with a rule, and it comes with a regulation. You're going to take the government money. You're going to have to abide by what the government says. You want more freedom? You want more freedom to excel? You want more freedom to do better by yourself and your family and your offspring? You're looking at the wrong party if you're looking at the Democratic Party. This should not be hard for us, Keith. Um, We'll get into reasons as to why it looks like it is, I suppose, given the polling right now. We'll talk about that with George Kaloff tomorrow, our our pollster and and campaign strategist extraordinaire. But, yeah, you're looking for uh, defending the common uh, sense and common values and common man in America. It's not a close call what party you want to be in. Back to the Seth Leibson show portions of which brought to you by Balance of Nature, which I take every single day, boosts my immunity, boosts my health. Boosts my energy. It'll do the same for you. You get in one daily dose a blend of 16 whole fruits and 15 whole vegetables. It's 100% natural. Nothing added, no added sugars, no added nothing. It is fantastic. Best product I've ever taken. You can take it too by going to balanceofnature.com. Make sure to use discount code BALANCE. Rick is in Mesa. Hello, Rick.
4: Hi, Seth. How are you? I'm well, sir. That's good. I was just listening to you talk about the party that represents the common man and the minorities. And uh, I, I don't disagree with you 100 percent, but I think it's important to point out that the established Republicans aren't necessarily in agreement with that. And it's the make, make America great again wing of the party that has changed the Republican Party and changed that dynamic. And I think it's especially important since Joe Biden wants to uh specifically identify them as a threat to America, when in fact it's what you know, it's make make America great again. And it's probably best to refer to it as Make America Great Again as opposed to MAGA because they um they changed the that you know, they changed the language to um you know, make it sound like it's something bad. Rick, I think I agree with you in, in,
1: in Yeah, I think I agree with you in the main. I also think I agree with you on make America great again versus MAGA because mostly it's Democrats who use the phrase MAGA. Even on our side, going back to 2016, we said make America great again. We didn't say MAGA. Yeah, we put it on a on a shirt or a hat because it was easier because <laughs> it's a long expression. Sure. But, yeah, that was not an acronym we used very much. It's one they're using and distorting. My bigger concern about everything that you and I are talking about right now is I don't know where you stand on this. But, you know, we're talking about standing up, what, for common sense, the common man uh, sort of of, uh, vernacular. My worry is that common sense is – increasingly less common it's it's increasingly uh further and further outside the mainstream these days Uh, they are changing common
4: sense well and that that is true when you witness it on media yep but you know when you talk to people on your radio show you go to the grocery store and you talk to regular people Common sense is everywhere. Listen, Rick, uh, I'd
1: like to think you're right. I'd like to think we're talking about a debate or a problem between the elites and the good common sense of the American people, which raises the question, why do so many of them vote Democrat? I can't answer it. There's the music right now. But I think it comes down to information and communication, quite honestly. We're up against it because our levers of communication are. Are much smaller than theirs. And for people who are not that political, people who are generally apolitical or don't think much about politics until October of even numbered years, you know, they have spent most of their news consuming time listening not to me or not to any of the hosts on this channel and not to Fox uh, or not to Newsmax, but to CNN and MSNBC and NPR and the like.